Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for trying to give your sister a reality check that she's not a witch? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not letting my sister-in-law hold our baby? My wife and I just brought home our beautiful baby. When we got home, I wanted my older son to hold the baby. He's 14. But my wife said no. She said she wasn't comfortable with anyone but us holding the baby yet. I wasn't happy about this, but I respect that. As a mom, she's anxious about how vulnerable our baby is, so I let it go. Yesterday, her sister came over and wanted to hold the baby. I said no that my wife and I aren't comfortable with anyone but us holding him yet. My wife then said that it was fine, that her sister was a special case. I said no, that I wasn't comfortable with it. Her sister was offended and left. My wife is angry with me and says I was a jerk to her sister. I think I'm just being consistent. Was I a jerk to my sister-in-law? Well, I do think that there is a difference in a 14-year-old and a grown adult holding a baby, but especially, and I don't know if they do or not, but if they have kids of their own, the sister then it becomes even more understandable. Either way, I feel like things aren't very consistent between the two of them, and there's some like communication stuff going on here that's kind of weird. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not throwing my husband a birthday party? I, 35-year-old female, had my son a few weeks ago. My husband, 39-year-old male, has been a huge help with taking care of the house, cooking, and cleaning. I let him know frequently how much I appreciate everything that he does. My family also helps with taking care of our son. My husband's 40th birthday was this past weekend, and he made it clear he didn't want a huge party. I invited a few of his closest friends and family to go out for a nice dinner at his favorite restaurant. A few people couldn't make it, and it ended up being a very small dinner. I was exhausted the night before, as the baby was up until 3am. I did notice that my husband was quiet during dinner and hardly touched his food. When we got home after dinner, my husband looks at me with an angry expression on his face. He starts screaming that I ruined his 40th birthday, that him telling me he doesn't want a huge party meant that he did. I was so tired that I burst into tears and haven't spoken a single word to him except when it's about the baby. I'm starting to feel like the jerk for not making my husband's 40th birthday a better one. If he made it clear he didn't want a huge party and you don't throw him a huge party, he doesn't have room to complain. They might be able to say, well, secretly I did want a big party, but they have to own that they were the ones that demanded a completely different other thing. Personally, I hate that kind of behavior. Like, for example, if you're the person that wants to play hard to get and act like you're not interested in something, I would probably just take that as it is and cut my losses. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife to stop being a pushover or I would take away her spending privileges? My wife, 25-year-old female of 5 years, has a sister, 20-year-old female, She's somewhat disabled, and while this may sound contradictory, she has a condition which makes working difficult, but not entirely impossible unless she's under stress. Neurological condition, loses muscle control, makes her hit and throw stuff, fall over. I have no problem with her sister. She's sweet and nice to have around. My wife loves her more than anything. She basically raised her and stepped in when her parents wouldn't or couldn't. This has led to a relationship closer to mother-daughter, 
My wife would constantly be paying for stuff for her sister, and this made sense to me when she was a minor and was doing much worse health-wise. Recently though, this has increasingly been getting under my skin. I am the sole provider for my household right now. Since my wife was pregnant and only gave birth recently, we'd spent a lot to buy her sister gifts for holidays, which she would never return the favor, even with something cheap with thought or no thought put into them. We would always take her out to events or dinner and pay for her every time. She would never even pick up the bill for herself. Again, wasn't entirely an issue until she became an adult, and now I'm fed up with it. She expects my sister to do things like pay for her to go to the doctor or invites us out to lunch and then expects us to pay. She doesn't even schedule her own appointments. My wife takes her whenever she asks, even if she has the ability to do it herself, and we live 45 minutes away. She always talks about how she's freelancing and is making money, but then somehow has no money whenever she needs or wants anything. I didn't have an issue with this either, really. I thought my wife was being a pushover, but it's ultimately her money. Until recently. Now she's spending my money on her, and it's really getting me angry. I want to spend my money on my daughter, but we're spending money on this financially irresponsible leech. I explained this to my wife in a much nicer way, but we ended up in a fight where I called her sister some pretty messed up things. I ended the conversation by telling her I would take away her access to our joint bank account until she contributes again if she doesn't tell her sister to grow up and that she's not her mother and she's no longer a child. She cannot be dependent on people forever. I think it's an important lesson for her to learn. If she doesn't learn it, she can get back to work and continue supporting her until she's 40 with her own money. Not mine. She honestly thinks this is an end of the world situation. I think it's quite clear this is for the better. I think she's scared of hurting her sister, but at this point, she's crippling her by allowing her to do nothing. So I honestly think OP's almost 100% in the right here, especially considering this is all coming from the joint account that OP's the only one contributing towards at the moment. It's just not fair to OP, and it's not discussed with OP, and I do agree that it probably is hampering this sister, and there's no independence there that you can't expect not to have. And honestly, I think a lot of people would be a lot harsher than OP was in this situation. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend that her baby's name is ridiculous? My friend recently had a baby, and she named him Hashtag. Yes, you read that right. She named her child after a social media symbol. When she first told me the name, I thought she was joking, but she was dead serious. I couldn't believe it. I tried to be polite and tell her that it was unique, but she kept insisting that it was a great name and that her child would be one of a kind. I just couldn't hold it in any longer, and I finally told her that the name was ridiculous and that her child would likely face a lot of ridicule and bullying in the future. She got upset and accused me of not being supportive of her choices. Now our mutual friends are split on the issue. Some agree that the name is absurd, while others think that I was too harsh and should have kept my opinion to myself. So am I the jerk for telling my friend that her baby's name is ridiculous, or should I have just kept my opinion to myself? I mean, it's always nice to be polite, but I agree that the name is pretty absurd. I guess, I don't know, maybe you would just be the jerk mainly if you kept going on about it. Like, I understand telling them that name is kind of ridiculous and the kid probably won't be too happy going through life being called hashtag. I mean, even Prince, whose first name is Prince, 
had a well-established name before he went around insisting he be known as the love symbol. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to go to my daughter's school and make them give the reward she earned? I have a few kids, but this is with my middle child, Bethany. She's just finishing up her freshman year of high school. Now, in our family, when you go to high school, you do the fluff paperwork. Like the paperwork to set up your lunch number and whatnot. We think it's a good way to learn how to adult in a low-stakes way. You miss the paperwork? It's school, you can usually turn it in late. Now, the school has rewards at the end of the year for good grades. She did the highest, which is having a 4.0 GPA. This year, I believe it's a little trophy and a $25 gift card. Well, to get it, you have to do the paperwork. It's not hard. A page really saying you want to accept the reward and attend the event. Well, she didn't do the paperwork, so all her friends were getting the emails saying the date and time of the event, she wasn't getting anything. She came home upset and wants me to talk to the school so she can get in the event. The secretary told her no, she will not be invited. I'm friends with her and I probably could get her in, but I'm not going to. Since she was supposed to do her paperwork, this resulted in an argument, and my husband thinks I'm way too harsh in being a jerk. Thanks for all the advice, I'm going to stick with it. If I didn't know the lady then there would be no chance of her going so I won't pull the favor. I'll take her out to celebrate her 4.0 though. So as you can probably guess, a lot of people seem to have suggested that this is a pretty good way to teach a life lesson. You gotta do what you've gotta do and make sure you do it as soon as possible, within reason obviously. I like that OP still plans on celebrating the 4.0 in their own way. I mean obviously it's still worth celebrating your kid doing so well in school, but you learn some stuff. This next story is, am I the jerk for picking my wife up from the airport 10 minutes late? Here's what happened. My wife was due to fly into one of the most popular airports in the world last night at around 9pm. Her landing time was 8.50pm, no checked luggage, so I told her I'd be there at 9pm. At about 8.05pm, she apparently started calling my phone, but unfortunately I didn't hear or see the calls until 8.15pm. This is because, like her... I keep my iPhone with a little silent switch on at all times so that it just vibrates. I didn't hear the vibration because I had my gaming headset on and was gaming and talking with friends. Keep in mind, I wasn't expecting any calls from her until after she landed. When I finally realized she was calling me, I looked at my phone by chance, I picked up and she told me that her plane had landed early. In this airport? Unheard of! And she told me to leave now. I just said, okay, I'll see you soon, and hung up. This is where the am I the jerk comes in. I thought it was fine to finish my online match and left the house 10 minutes later. I drove to the airport and there was a ton of traffic, as usual and as expected, and I didn't pull up to where her and her friends were waiting until about 9.05. As fate would have it, that was pretty much the original time we had planned on picking her up. To make a long story somewhat shorter, my wife sprung the fact that we had to bring her friend home as well, which I was fine with, they lived a few minutes away, and everything was fine until after we dropped the friend off. Then, my wife showed me how upset she was that I made her wait an extra 10 minutes, and there was a huge difference between waiting 30 minutes and waiting 40 minutes. At first, I kinda laughed it off and tried not to be upset back at her, but inside I was thinking, Uh, hello, I'm doing you a favor by driving to the airport and picking you up in the first place. Why are you getting upset over waiting 10 minutes longer than you wanted when people sometimes wait hours to be picked up at the airport? 
Eventually, we had a little back and forth about it, but I was just sick of arguing over something so small to me, and I wanted to just agree to disagree. And my wife was also sick of talking to me, so I wasn't going to apologize, so I went to sleep. Am I the jerk? I feel like this isn't an apology-worthy event. You can't just land almost an hour early and expect your driver, even if they're your husband, to drop everything they're doing and come pick you up immediately, right? I do think OP honestly is kind of in the wrong here. First of all, in this situation where you know you're gonna have to go pick her up and the possibility that something might happen, you were the one stuck there playing an online match. When you got the call that it was time to go, you probably should have just said, sorry guys, gotta hop off now. And also, judging by the time that OP actually ended up getting there, it sounds to me like had they actually left on the normal expected time, they would have been especially late then anyways. OP had no idea what the traffic was like. It just sounds to me like OP wasn't prepared at all. That said, I also don't think waiting an extra 10 minutes is really that much to get your hair ruffled up about. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to share or donate to my good friend's fundraiser? We're all mid-30s here. My very close friends, a married couple, have a young child who has some serious health issues. Insurance covers most of the things he needs, although my friends go above and beyond to make sure he has anything and everything that could possibly give him a better shot at living a long, healthy life. So they probably spend more money on him than you'd spend on a typical healthy child. They make six figures and live in a large house in a good neighborhood. They recently took out a loan to put an addition on their house and add a new playroom for him. Nothing to do with his conditions, just to give him bonus space to hang out. Shortly after they took out this loan, their insurance denied their request for something they felt their son really needed. It was $8,000, so they got a new credit card with an introductory 0% APR and bought it for him. Several days later, my friend announced that they'd made a crowdfunding page to help pay off the credit card faster. On the page itself, she just explained his conditions and why he needs this thing, but no details about their financial situation. To me, she said they need help because they wouldn't have taken on the project with their house if they'd known insurance was going to deny them this. They shouldn't have to pay for this themselves and this will really slow down their plan to pay off their debt. She asked me to share their fundraiser to my friends. I have a lot more followers than her. I politely declined and she was furious. She accused me of judging them for needing help and of not loving their son. I do love their son very much, but I suppose I'm judging her for thinking she needs help. I view crowdfunding as something for people who are desperate, who really need charity. My friends are people who live and eat well have clothes to wear and a roof over their head, who don't think twice about ordering a new toy or game or kitchen gadget from Amazon, and who have willingly taken on tens of thousands of dollars in debt for something they definitely don't need. I know the extra $8,000 was not something they'd planned for, but it's also not going to break them. They make double what I make, and probably triple what half my social media friends make. I don't want to share their fundraiser to a bunch of people who don't really know them and who might think that my friends are in a desperate situation. I think it's a better use of money to donate to people who really are in a bad shape, whose electric is about to be shut off, who don't know where their next meal is going to come from, that kind of thing. My friends are not speaking to me at the moment. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So I'm asking Reddit, am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. I agree wholeheartedly for OP that the purpose of these fundraising websites are to help people who genuinely need it. Like, sure, they could use the 8,000 bucks, but they're going to be able to afford it. They're going to be able to pay it off themselves. Those are for people who have accidents or health issues or have just fallen on hard times or got kicked out of their house or their house burned down. Not, oh, my insurance denied extra $8,000 coverage for this new playroom we're building. Shoot, they even paid for it with a 0% APR card. They're doing just fine. Our next story is, am I the jerk for stealing a baby name for my stepmother and father? My mother was a very artistic person. She dedicated her life to her art. She was a painter and rather eccentric. She had the idea of having four children and naming us in order to spell out love with our first initials. She passed unexpectedly last year, leaving me and my two siblings. She never got to complete the word love. When I was younger, I asked her, what happens if you get too old and can't have a baby anymore? Or something along those lines. And she told me that one of us could have a baby and finish it for her. She said, it wouldn't be the same, but the tribute would make me happy. My parents had marital problems up until her death because of my father's infidelity. And I think she put off having the fourth child for quite some time because of it. However, she always said baby Elise or Emilio would be completing our family soon. I was around six to seven months pregnant when my father and his wife and former mistress announced their pregnancy. She chimed in saying that she would finally bring little Emilio into our family. My sister and I were horrified and spoke to my dad privately that while mom did want someone to continue on the acronym idea, We found it disrespectful to do it with the woman he was cheating on her with. I then told him about how she said she wanted one of us to carry on the name when I was a child. He shut me down saying that she probably expected her and I to still be together and that it'll be better with all of you guys in the same generation of the family and left it at that. My brother agreed. Two weeks before I gave birth, they found out that we were not having a boy as they hoped, but a girl. I realized I could take the name Elise before they would have a chance to name their baby my mother's chosen name. They could name her Emily or something else, but it wouldn't be the name my mother chose and that's what mattered to me. So I did. My father, and especially my stepmother, are furious at me for ruining my mother's lasting wishes and tarnishing her idea. While my sister agrees with me, she won't say it to my dad since the birth. My aunt and other family on my dad's side called me names from petty and troublemaking to just outright a witch. I didn't expect so much backlash and it's really stressing me out with just giving birth. 
and they're taunting me by posting pictures of their ultrasounds with captions like, The E-Baby is coming 2024, and three's a crowd but four is love. It's driving me crazy and it feels like this rift in the family is all for nothing since they're going to claim their baby is the real E-Baby anyways. I forgot to add this in, but my stepmom actually approached me and asked for permission and politely asked me to change my mind on the baby name once she caught wind that I was already planning on naming the baby Elise. This is part of why I think I can be the jerk. I never actually officially announced the name first. I felt like it would be more special naming the baby when they arrive, not before. Personally, I agree wholeheartedly with OP's feelings and opinions on this. I think it's pretty distasteful to continue her legacy with the person he was cheating on her with. And they did tell OP that they could pass it on. It wouldn't be perfect, but they would appreciate it. I think OP should go full steam ahead on this. This next story is, am I the jerk for not going to my sister's wedding? My sister, 35-year-old female, is getting married this fall. When she got engaged, she asked me, 30-year-old female, to be a bridesmaid approximately a year ago. Recently, she gave out her bridesmaid proposal boxes and I didn't receive one. I was cut out of the wedding party. I never said anything because, personally, I feel like it would come across selfish. And if she selected people to be a part of her day, then so be it. I was hurt, though. A little backstory. My sister and I have history. She's done some very wicked things to me. As an example, she had a baby when I was 15 years old and told me if I babysat for her every day after school, she would gift me her old car on my 16th birthday. Fast forward after babysitting for 6 plus hours every day for a year, she sold that car and kept the money and told me to get over it. My sister has excluded me from all wedding activities, such as dress shopping, etc. But yet my sister-in-law, mom, grandma, etc. have all been invited. Now back to the wedding. I recently got the invitation and scanned the QR code to go to her wedding site, where I discovered that I was excluded from a plus one as well and cannot bring my boyfriend of two years. If I were to go to this wedding that I was already de-bridesmaided, I would also have to attend alone. I decided I honestly did not want to go and told my mother, she's calling me the jerk, telling me that I'm going to regret this and it's ridiculous to not attend over some bad history and your boyfriend not being allowed to come. For reference, it wasn't about the plus one, it was just my final straw. Am I the jerk or am I justified in my decision? All of the decisions that the sister seems to have made in regards to OP being at this wedding seems to have been done in some kind of malice that intentionally seems to be trying to make the experience as least fun as possible for OP. I don't blame OP for not going because honestly it doesn't really sound like they really want them there. This next story is, am I the jerk? I won't invite my mom's friend to my wedding. My 27 year old female, mom 50 year old female, invited her friend to my wedding and I've met her once. And my fiance has never met her. The one time I did meet her, I didn't vibe with her as a person at all. I respect that she's my mom's friend, but I don't believe I should invite her to my small wedding of about 100 people. My mom has already invited her family that I'm not close with and has taken the liberties of hiring a person to do my hair and nails for the wedding without my consultation. Am I the jerk for telling her to take a step back? I think OP would be doing themselves a great disservice if they didn't tell her to take a step back. It's your wedding. Have the wedding you want and be able to control what you want. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for causing family drama over a swimming pool? So I know from experience that Reddit isn't the most understanding towards parents of young kids, but I really just want a third party opinion because the situation is driving me crazy and my family are saying I need to get over it. I, female 30s, live with my partner and our two kids, ages 7 and 3. My older sister Ava, also female 30s, and her husband recently purchased a house in the local area. It's a super nice place with a big yard and, as you can probably guess from the title, a swimming pool. Ava recently hosted a barbecue at her place. It wasn't a huge event. She invited me, our parents, and our other siblings. She mentioned letting the kids play in the pool, so I only assumed my kids would get to be included. We're potty training, although my youngest is still in diapers at the moment. At the barbecue, I was getting my youngest ready for the pool by changing him into a swim diaper. Ava pulled me aside and told me she doesn't think it's hygienic for my youngest to play in the pool, since swim diapers don't hold pee, and she asked that he doesn't swim in the pool with the other kids playing in it. I didn't think this was fair and told Ava that lots of people, adults and kids, pee in the pool, and it would be no different at a public pool, so what's the problem? She was being really condescending and wouldn't listen to me at all and said that he can play in the pool when he's toilet trained and said it's not fair on the other kids. At this point my son was crying because he wanted to swim in the pool and I told Ava she was being cold. But it's her house and her pool so do what you want. Ava accused me of trying to guilt trip her and told me to just drop it. I was getting upset myself at this point and I told our parents and other siblings about what Ava did. They told me it's not a big deal and that it's not worth arguing with her over and try to not let it bother me. I wasn't happy with this because this essentially means they're siding with her and downplaying how she treated me and my son. I left the barbecue early with my family because we didn't feel welcome after that. The next day, Ava messaged me with a whole paragraph and said that she's sorry that I'm upset and that she wasn't trying to exclude my son for the sake of it. It was a super non-apology and I told her I don't want to hear it and that she's damaged her relationship with her nephew and she's not the one who had to deal with him being upset. Ava snapped at me out of nowhere and said I'm being dramatic. I told her to grow up and said that I have a very valid reason to be mad and she needs to stop acting like a teenager. Ava showed these messages to everyone and everything's just a bit up in the air. I feel like I'm right here but the rest of my family doesn't seem to agree. I just don't think if they're concerned about the baby peeing in the pool to the point where they don't want the baby in the pool that they can really be the jerk. I just find it kind of appalling that OP tried to downplay it by saying, yeah adults and kids pee in the pool all the time, as if it's like a nonchalant acceptable thing to pee in the pool. Especially noteworthy a private pool, you know this isn't some community public pool with a lifeguard. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying no to being my future sister-in-law's bridesmaid? My 29-year-old female, brother, 30-year-old male, Tom, is getting married to Kim, 30-year-old female, next spring. I've always liked Kim for Tom. She's supportive of him and kind, and she really appreciates and adores him. I'm very happy for them. I've always found Kim a little excitable for my taste, but I'm well aware my taste is irrelevant and I don't see Kim that often, as I'm a mom to a young child and I live abroad half the year. With this context, I was very surprised to arrive home from a trip to find a package from Kim containing a bridesmaid proposal, is that what they're called, kit, 
and a handwritten letter from Kim asking me to be one of her bridesmaids. I planned to give her a call within a couple of days to let her know I wouldn't be able to do it, citing a busy schedule and the demands of a toddler. Unfortunately, my husband had a medical emergency the next day and I had to deal with an ungodly amount of admin for the next few days, and it slipped my mind until I was on my way to Tom and Kim's engagement cocktail party at my parents' house. I wasn't going to say anything about it to Kim that night, but the second I got there, she said she was dying to introduce me to the other bridesmaids, and honestly, meeting them and hearing about all the activities further cemented my decision. I pulled Kim aside and told her that I wouldn't be able to be a bridesmaid. She snapped, asking why, at which point I calmly told her that while I don't have to explain myself and didn't appreciate her not respecting my answer, I didn't have time to take part in the activities or dedicate any time to planning or helping her. Kim tried to argue it with me, which drew the attention of some of her friends, so now they were listening in, and I again explained to her that I couldn't do it. Kim then snapped and said that's just an excuse, and I can make time for things when I want to, referring to the fact that an employee of my husband got married last year, and I planned and hosted their wedding for my friends. At which point I said, yes, but Kim, you and I are not friends. Something snapped and Kim began bawling. Her intoxicated friends started swearing at me. It was a long night. There's no consensus on whether or not I'm the jerk for not doing it. Responses range from whatever Kim's friends were saying to, why did she even ask you? To everything in between. Tom still wants me to change my mind because he says it would make his life easier, but says he won't hold it against me for not taking on the burden, and his opinion is obviously the most important here. It's not that I'm holding out just to make his life complicated, I just really don't feel that I can do this and even if I could, I really don't want to. Am I the jerk? So forgive me for being ignorant but I don't really understand what the increase in responsibilities are from just regular attendee to bridesmaid. Like I understand the maid of honor having like some extra responsibilities potentially or like planning the bachelorette party if they do that. But isn't just the difference wearing a specific dress and sitting in a specific place and standing in a specific place and also maybe being a part of like the flower throw or something? Like forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't OP making a huge deal out of this when it's not that big of a deal at all? Like it would be a minuscule amount of extra work being a bridesmaid versus just attending, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she's not a witch? I'll try to make this short. I'm 20 and my sister is 22. She has become obsessed with witch stuff and I thought it was just an aesthetic thing. But she genuinely believes in some weird stuff, has an altar at her apartment and tries selling blessings and hexes on Etsy. My birthday was recently and she got me a rock. I laughed at first before realizing she was serious. I was ticked because I bought her an iPhone portable charger and she earns more than me. So I snapped at her and said it's all bull crap and she needs a reality check and to find better hobbies. She's been crying to our mom, but am I really the jerk? I mean, could they have gotten a gift that was a little bit more thoughtful as far as what you might have wanted? Sure. Like, you don't have to participate in believing that the rocks she's gifting you have any meaning or spirit or aura around it. At the same time, you don't have to go around belittling her and crushing her spirits. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I think it's probably a bit much too, but it's not really hurting anybody. 
unless she puts a curse on you. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.